0: Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 news team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 news, your news team for keeping things fresh and the- Hello, this is MTG Mother Russia TV, and as I, Commander Combo Number Five, requiring you to give your friends to me, then we have Minister Squee. I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Lastly, President Mr. Bevers.
1: Hello, I am Mr. B. I want your packs to be better than ever, yes. We are here too!
0: Whoa! That was some weird...
2: Oh, yeah. well, frequency that was- interruption? Did anybody hear anything weird? I don't... like... what? That was... that was so odd. Very strange. I'm not sure. I think I lost you guys there for a sec. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Like maybe. What is this? Like I know the election's close. Is it Russia? They're back? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, too bad. Ooh,
0: wait. You know what it is? Big Tuck's not here. Maybe he sold us out to Russia. Oh, bastard.
3: bastard. What a
0: bastard. Anyways, well, I guess we'll continue on with the programming, everyone. Sorry for the interruption. Thank you for tuning in to your number six source of Magic the Gathering News. We are excited to be nominated for an Emmy Cruel one could hope wait that's the old bit ah whatever i'm tired of it moving on i mean what yeah we're never gonna win people were never gonna win people
2: weren't too impressed with our sixth place so whatever
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna start off the top of the cast of ladies and carnage that ensued with (laughs) 45 I played a lot of magic this last weekend. Um, I actually got to play with some patrons, some Discord members, some members of our local group on Friday, and of course, I got to do our uh, 40 Life and a Dash Sunday playtime. Um, and so. The person I actually want to talk about is not the game I won. I always like to talk about a game that I win. But this game is actually kind of cool. I got to win with Brutaclad and Mr. Beverts, It's an all permanence deck. That sounds not cool. a single incident <laughs> sorcery.
1: OK, you're speaking. And my so
0: language. Uh, we ended up. So I got the idea from Commander Cookout podcast okay. because they did a seven dwarf tribal deck with Brutaclad. I think I saw and I that. liked that. I like that, but I wanted to make it all permanent. You know, they had some instances of sorceries. So we actually had them on to, I believe it was Brando, to actually talk about the deck, uh, mine. And so we were going through it, and one of the suggestions they made to me was Shark Typhoon. Because of the fact that it is a permanent by definition, but you can't cycle it. Hmm. And so it gets around that little restriction. And so I put it in the deck, um, and it was late game. You know, I had a a five or six mirrors out there doing nothing. So I went ahead and cycled Shark Typhoon and i put i don't know 11 mana into it and made a bunch of 10 10 sharks that fly wow and then uh yeah i i won the game and so that (laughs) was it was it was so cool because i had never seen the card work and i liked that i was able to use a loophole to adhere to my thing so that was neat but here's what mr beverage are really gonna like and squee you've been hearing about it uh one of our very dedicated patrons uh spencer uh he built a upkeep dot deck. So the entire deck is upkeep so We're talking hondens and we're talking like just weird sh- cards. And so he's like, "Hey guys, I just want to play this five-color upkeep. It's Kenrith. Um I don't know what it's going to do." And it's like, "I believe you. I believe that's a hot pile of trash. Um and I will treat you as so." Uh he is two in one or three in one. Uh-oh. Uh with is that, that a hot pile of trash. Not a hot pile of trash he won with filibuster counters one game
3: yeah <laughs>
0: he, he won off of near-death experience another game wow and then i can't remember how he won that third game um but be on the lookout spencer you're on notice yeah. i see you now and i will treat you as the enemy as you should be
2: yeah wow yeah frenemy spencer coming in hot there it is <laughs> oh. <laughs> filibuster counters though wow. I, know, I don't think best. yeah that's Especially in an election in year, time. like filibuster counters, election, it's its too much. It's too much. <laughs> it's too on brand for you guys right now? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm up in Canada, right? So like the election doesn't really impact me too much. Right. right? So, yeah. I mean, it does, uh, but it doesn't, right?
2: To, to risk a corporate, co- like, corporate slogan, you're uh, what I would assume to be living the dream up there sure yeah
1: i I mean i maybe that's the case right we're just sitting here we're just like the the concerned neighbor kind of like peering
2: over the fence right being like (laughs) that's actually a lot nicer than uh what was it cco brando came on and he called us the toilet of canada so like wow really wow that's that's,
1: yeah concerned neighbor i mean we normally get called the hat right is what we normally get called But like i mean in this case i mean i don't think we want to be on any kind of head that's like this Right. No, no, you don't right. want to be. You
0: don't want to be on that toupee.
1: Neighbor is fine because that's at least removed a bit. You know what I mean? Like we kind of we're at the he- next house over. There's a fence in between us. Mm-hmm. It's fine,
2: right? <laughs> You're the neighbor that starts building the twelve foot privacy fence, and everybody's like, "I wonder why they're doing that." Weird. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, Mister Bevers, uh, why don't you talk about a game that you've recently played that you think would be interesting to discuss?
1: So, okay, so mine's a little bit different, and, and that is because. Uh, I've just recently started playing EDH uh, or virtual EDH myself on my Twitch channel uh, on Tuesday nights, um, and I've started something a little bit different, uh, and I don't know whether you'll be interested. Maybe you can even you know implement this yourselves if you want, but um, what Ooh. I've done is I've added a chat interaction. To the game that sounds cool okay so basically what it is is the people that are in chat who've been watching for you know however long can spend their channel points to affect the game state in some way um oh that's so cool so basically what i did is i just it's it's experimental we did the first game yeah. last tuesday so uh the i have a few things there but not a lot and i'm sort of expanding it and trying to tweak things as you know needed uh but like so there's things such as you know simple things like give somebody a uh, treasure token right 250 channel points not a big deal you get that in about you know maybe what an hour of watching right you get about enough points maybe even faster if you click in those little treasure chests right Um, then there's you know like give somebody a clue token for 500 so they get to draw a card but they got to spend resources to do it so it doesn't impact the game too much right Um, and then there's things like you know target player loses five life or target player gains five life that's right or dirty target player sacrifices a creature right like uh, these kind of things <laughs> oh that's so mean right that's so, like, so mean. yeah exactly like, but, like game exactly and so you know i wanted to bring in my expertise as a sort of a streamer to twitch because i've been streaming on twitch for a number of years now and i know like a lot of people out there are now streaming virtual edh so i wanted to do something a little bit different than just having the game and having people watch right i wanted to let them sort of be a part of the game even if they're not actually playing in it Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So it gives the Twitch community essentially a little bit more of a hook into the game itself right sure. um, now of course you have to get the buy-in of all the people playing right because if you don't yeah. you know some people might not not appreciate <laughs> you know I can't believe they blew up my creature I'm gonna swing you for lethal and then oh by the way that person gains five life right like <laughs> you know, whoops right like you know it can yes. happen right uh, yeah you know, now to, to put it in perspective the game we played on Tuesday because you want to talk about local games I actually lost that game handily uh, I uh, I was the first one to lose <laughs> because my Twitch chat was like hey mr b this is your stream and you've implemented this you can lose five life you can lose five life you can lose five life I was Aww. like all right yeah that's fair I mean it's, it's, yeah, I see it yeah that's no no problem it's okay Rough. right and it was just an experiment so I mean like and I mean my yeah. chat's gonna beat me up all the time about that because I love them and they love me you know I mean I hate them and they hate me I guess right. Right. You know, love hate uh, relationship it works out exactly exactly so so I mean it's an interesting little thing but what happened was we actually had um, EDH uh, oh my goodness I'm gonna rem- forget his name now hold on he just messaged me i can pull up his name edh academy um reached out or was playing in that game and he was like i'm just gonna bring like a you know like it's not a super power high power level deck i'm gonna play sure and it was uh mono white Odric, right okay that's what he's playing Well, by turn, like, I think it was like six. He had both Oketra's and their and her monument on the table, and that was just game. Like it so you're saying matter. Modern White has
2: a chance. All right.
1: That, 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 it just ran away with the game. Like, everybody was dead. Like, I was at six life before everyone else was lower than 30 because of my chat. But, uh, but you know, the other two players at the table didn't even have a chance they didn't even have a chance. It was, you know, making four four zombies every time he played any kind of creature yeah. and then making one one tokens as well. And then everything was getting lifelink, double strike, first strike, you know, a double strike, uh, indestructible vigilance, like because, you know, because of Odric. So, like, it was just game over. But I think it, I think he won the game <laughs> in a l- little under an hour, maybe a little over an hour, but it wasn't very long. Yeah. Right. So it was a good game. It was a good game. And I really enjoyed the the chat interaction stuff. I'm experimenting with it. still, like I said, like but fun. It was definitely fun. I highly recommend giving it a shot if you want, right? I mean...
2: Yeah, I've been a a pretty vocal, like, I don't particularly enjoy playing over webcams. It's really not my thing. But Mm -hmm. with that chaos thing in mind, I think that would take my enjoyment level from here to, like, two or three times. Yeah, Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and I like the way that you were able to get your community engaged on it because actually uh the last stream that I did was with MTG Lexicon hmm. and they actually we did Plane Chase yeah. uh, via stream. Yep. And and that was a lot of fun, but you know, it's still once again contained within us. Uh, so yeah, you try to like talk to people in chat when you can, mm-hmm. but it's kinda hard to juggle like OBS and exactly. chat and plane chase. Right. Um so just having like oh, I can just look at the Twitch stream, I can see, you know, what the uh, chat is telling me is going to happen. Yeah. It's kind of cool.
1: So what I do is I just have the redemption window open on a separate monitor so Uh that I can see who's redeemed what for what. And essentially with those channel redemption points, you can actually put that the person who's redeeming the points has to enter text. Right. Mm -hmm. So they Mm -hmm. they have to pick which player they want, which is why I put it as target player. Right. So it's like it could be my turn and they target you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So then that way, okay. at least they have to write it. So I know which care, which person is getting the boon or Bane, I guess, in this sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, that's,
0: that's super cool. You, you, get, I don't know. Cause so I'm not the biggest Twitch person, so I don't know the points and this will be the last thing I say, because I could talk about this actually for a hot minute. Um, <laughs> I, I, so you, you said 250 points is usually what they get in about an hour. And I assume on Twitch, you get to accumulate points or do you only accrue it in that stream?
1: No. So like your points are cumulative over your entire Time watching the channel. Okay. Right. So. So. I, I, don't, I, I don't know, know what when... the exact mathematics or timing yeah. of it, but I think it's like I think you get ten points every. Uh, I think it's like five to ten minutes. Okay. Right. Okay. And then every now and then a little like treasure chest icon will pop up at the bottom of the chat window. That if you click on it, I think if it's like if you're just following the channel, you get forty points. If you're not following the channel, you only get like 20 points. And if you're okay. subbed to the channel, you get 60 points from that. Mm. So you could you could definitely accumulate points very quickly if you were clicking those chests every time it appeared.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I think it'd be super cool. I don't know how many points, you, you know, that you'd have to look at your structure... But the astronomical its you know, it's kind of like when you go to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid mm-hmm. and it's like, you know what? I could get enough raffle tickets to get an eraser. Maybe I can save up and get, you know, a, a rubber bouncy ball, which is kind of <laughs> like the lose five life game five life. Yeah. But, you know, that PlayStation four up there, it looks real. Nice. The amount of tickets I'm going to have to save to do that mm-hmm. is just so epic. And so I think it'd be so cool, you know, once you kind of figure out what this is to have a Point goal that is just so stupidly high that someone would have to be a dedicated Mr. Bevers, um, you know, follower, subscriber, watcher mm-hmm. to where it's very impactful. Like something like reset the game. Uh, Everybody starts with twenty no. life. Oh god, no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> but like, like doing each a sub of, each game of,
1: Is that what you want to do? <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. No, I, I like didn't like the start of almost, that game. Let's do it again. <laughs> Almost, maybe, like a you know, every opponent of Mr. Bever's mills half their library, but it takes them weeks to save up these types of points because oh, you, you, you saying, stream you so spread. often. Yeah. yeah, just have something so yeah. I was going to say each it's opponent like, gets an infect 000 counter, 000
2: but just getting one, in city yeah. type of thing.
1: Well, like, so put yeah. it, to put it in perspective, I have one viewer who has probably watched every single stream I've had since I started streaming. Like there's one guy oh, that wow. has come out every time and he's always there. He's always in chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's been around since channel points started. He has just shy of a hundred thousand points
2: right now. Okay.
1: Right. And so I do have a thing like, on my channel to redeem for a hundred thousand points. Uh, it's not, what it's is not, it? it's not related to EDH, but it's, it's oh, okay. like, it's, it's just something from my, like my variety streams. Right. Sure. Um, so it's actually crack a bunch of magic packs on stream. That's what it is. Right, oh, I so thought you were just, just going to leave bags. it at
2: crack you're like I will send you crack I will just send you crack
1: but uh no all uh, right. someone else gave me an idea today where I could spend my points to actually like send people cards and I was like that's an oh, interesting oh, that's cool, one yeah. too right so like I'll have to think that one over a bit yeah I like around. all this.
2: I'm just going to transition myself into my 40 life in a dash because the Twitch thing here, I've actually spent a lot of time this week, like working on video cameras and lighting and setups and all that BS that, uh, I'm an audio guy. I listen. That's what I do. So Mm -hmm. now I'm in the video world and it's, uh, it's exhausting. So yeah, I don't have any games to talk about. We don't even need to get into it. I've been working nights and weekends more, so I'm not playing on Sundays, unfortunately. And then uh, the rest of my time has been working on streaming and Twitch. So I've, I'm actually very interested in all the stuff you just said there because that it's pretty relevant to what I've been looking into doing. Um, I'm, I'm working on like a, a pack-cracking video series that we're going to put out here for YouTube, possibly on Twitch as well. Cause, um, one of our Discord members recommended that. Um so yeah um i may actually if you don't mind i may hit you up at some point for for a few just little pointers here and there to to get things up and running but.
1: absolutely feel free to reach out and i mean if you're doing pack cracking i am the one to talk to because that's my entire youtube channel yeah that's man. all i do i'm
2: i'm in all I'm, I, I am 100 percent in i <laughs> i will I, I will reach out to you this very evening sounds good sounds good but also you should join me for the charity stream
1: then see that's or not the charity stream but the sh- charity episode every sunday i'm yep. doing cracking for a cause where we crack okay. a pack do a battle and then okay. winner chooses a local charity loser donates
2: nice nice okay i like that i like right. that a lot that's super cool yeah
0: all right guys well that's gonna wrap up 40 life in a dash now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse what's the plane chase So I've streamed with Mr. Bevers a couple times. Um, I know that Mr. Bevers is a little bit more on the casual side when it comes to Commander. Um, And typically with casual, that's usually a higher CMC, because that's usually how, you know, ultra competitive is I want to get stuff out as quickly as possible. The more casual you get, just the greater your curve goes. But eventually there's a point in Commander when the curve gets so big that you're like, that's not even playable in Commander, to be honest.
3: (laughs) And that's what we wanted to talk about
0: today. We wanted to talk about five cards each, um, and we'll do a little round robin, of just cards that we believe are overcosted for what they actually do so i was excited about this one this is fun yeah this should be should be a good one um so i'm going to start this off with an angel that squeak and atone to i was in love with this card uh back in 2004 five uh whatever Mm -hmm. the type one type two um Chroma angel of wrath yep So five colorless, triple white, legendary creature angel. It's a six six that has (gasps) flying first strike vigilance, trample haste, protection for black, protection for red. Uh, It's basically a Chroma's Memorial, the creature. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, eight mana better darn near win you the game or get pretty close or pretty impactful to the game. This just kind of gives you a Voltron creature
2: yeah. That's it. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Like it's it's protected from a fair amount of colors. It's pretty big. It's got flying and first strike and trample and Yeah, it's good. I mean it's good, but yeah, I would I agree mean, with you. It's expensive as <laughs> it all can be. I'm just gonna say it's
1: it's really its only home is in Odric. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just experienced
0: that bloodbath. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, and if you think about it, you know, even if you went from a dollar's perspective, the card averages 80 cents to a dollar eighty somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. How many yeah. other eight drops could you get for that price range that probably does more? Whether it's a 12-12 with trample, something that probably gives infect, something that maybe makes tokens. I just think, I think this is one of those cards that really show how magic has dated. Because I believe a Chroma Angel of Wrath is a older card that's been around for a hot minute.
1: Correct. Um, I think it came out in Onslaught
2: uh, that'd be what Legions what is that 90 2000 uh,
1: 2005 yeah. it looks like? I think oh correct. wow so that means I was playing with the card right when it came wow, out wow look, look at that. you you're
0: hot off the presses hot off the <laughs> presses thinking that you could play 4 8 drops in a 60 card
1: format
2: <laughs> let's talk about power creep <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Mr. Bevers what's the first card you want to talk about
1: all right, I'm gonna talk about one that I personally like. This is this is gonna this is gonna tick off a lot of people. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Because I to tick off some of I'm you. Ready. No, no, no. I really, really think that Shieldred
2: oh, is not worth wow. playing. What? Oh.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm I'm
2: curious. Okay. Hit okay. me with it. So you
1: see, so here here here. Hear, hear me out, okay? And this is just from my experience of playing sure. casual commander all over the place. Everybody's deck makes tokens. Making them sack creatures every turn doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It can have an impact on maybe one person at the table, but not everybody. Right? Getting a creature back from your graveyard? Great. Sure. But the problem is that it's only a 6-6 six, six or 7. And yes, it has Swamp Walk, but it's also easy to remove. Wouldn't you rather play Grave Pact?
2: Well... I mean... Same effect, three less mana, right? <laughs> it's not, it's not bad. I don't. I'm. uh Well, you know what? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, That's what I'm yeah. Saying. So this, this is, is going to tick a lot of people off, right? I'm, I'm not like this is a card that a lot of people like, love. I'm, I'm, I'm right? Whispering in the ethers yeah. of all of this right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, to me, not worth playing. I mean, yeah, it's right. It's probably has a home in some decks, but for me, it's not worth it. It's too easy to remove, and it doesn't do enough to the board state when i play it
2: yeah i mean grave pact is a pretty good option for that now i would say grave pact itself could be a potentially spicy piss people off over costed because of the three three black pips but three um, black pips yeah yep
1: also another thing i mean
2: you're not not super wrong i I would miss the six six creature however Sure, sure, but we're talking about Chroma. She's six sixty-two. True, right? I mean, Chroma also so like, could be replaced you know. by like a memorial and a decent creature on your board, and you'd be fine,
0: right? So I don't know. So Grave Pact, you have to be able to get ways to get your creatures in the graveyard. So it's mm. not quite the same as Shieldred. Like Grave Pact is infinitely better if you're in like this sacrifice rigmarole type deck. A hundred percent agree there. You're not going to get anything from me, but Sheoldred. 6-6 six, six Swamp Block that immediately at the next upkeep has, and it may not be super impactful because you are right, there are tokens, but not every deck is a go-wide token deck. We have a lot right. of go-tall right. and go f- what we call yep. fluffy for the mid Um right. and and Again, I'm just talking from yeah. my perspective. Sure, right? sure. Um, I, I think I've just had a personal affiliation with Shieldred because the amount of times that i've turned one past the turn Shieldred to the graveyard then reanimate just turn two a real feels good. real <laughs> yeah. quick like sure. sure yeah. kind of
2: win the game yeah it's pretty gross uh yeah. all
0: right squee what's your first one
2: all right so i took this in a slightly different direction than everybody else because i'm squee and that's what i ought to do um i searched <laughs> for some of the worst cards that magic has ever seen for commander oh my god uh, <laughs> all of these cards through i think if you combine all five of these other than the last one which well, that's its own beast but so the first four if you combine all of the amount of decks they are in on edh rec i believe it's under a hundred total out of two hundred and fifteen thousand decks um so uh-huh. the first okay. one we're gonna go with is a little card called diabolic machine uh, it's an artifact creature for three it regenerates it's a four four and it costs seven to drop onto the board just a, just an amazingly bad card. I think it's running at like a couple cents, maybe. I don't. I, you'd have to pay me. Cents. Yeah. I, all of these cards, I've decided you'd have to pay me <laughs> to take these cards off of your hands. Um, but yeah, I wanted to go with some of the worst cards. Like, how could you wizards create a seven-drop artifact that's a four-four, and then make the regenerate cost three? That's just so mean. Well,
0: this was first printed. In, in the, dark. Uh, the dark. I
1: mean, mm-hmm. so back still, then that was probably this is okay. still garbage.
2: Back then, who has seven mana plus three to regenerate?
1: Yeah, I mean, like back then you could have been playing a Shivan Dragon for right. less. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is just this is historic <laughs> and current garbage. Fair. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> historic and current garbage. <laughs> so that's my first pick. Most of mine are going to be pretty short and sweet because you're going to see how bad they are. But I thought it'd be kind of funny to go and pick out some of the the worst cards Magic has ever seen.
0: Fair enough. Um, All right. My second one is a card that I've had in decks and our other co host Big Tuck, has told me and can now convince me that it's trash. Blazing Archon. Six colorless triple white creature Archon flying five, six creatures can't attack you. Nine mana to just make it to where creatures can't attack you is awful. Right? It is such so a bad rate. It's wow. so hard.
2: Yes, that is. I I tend to agree with you on this card. The only time I've ever had this card successfully work for me was when I stole it from somebody else's graveyard for free. Like that was the only time that I've ever had this sure, card yeah. work, where I didn't have to pay for its mana cost. Other than that, generally you either draw it early in the game and you look at it in your hand and you're like, God damn it, I'm gonna sit on this piece of concrete for about twelve turns until I can get enough mana and the yeah. good timing to put this on the board uh, yeah i agree with you there it's it's a it's a it's a very spicy card but heavily overcosted. yeah
0: i'm trying to remember there was a deck recently that we did of mine where i actually ran that in the deck i ran it in my aloro deck and he told me to cut it in our bottle capping um and i was just like no you're absolutely wrong and then i started doing research for this episode and i was like wait nine mana for a five six flyer that creatures can't attack me and that's it Mm -hmm. and then it could get blown up
2: immediately or whatever (laughs) yeah yeah.
0: that that just seems like a waste of a turn all right mr bevers what's your second card
1: okay so my first one was the only one that was i was thinking (laughs) i was gonna be on the uh, you know on the wrong side of of the world you know what i mean so um the next one i i have here is uh is a card that i have a bunch of copies of I have no idea where I got them from I tried to run them in a deck at some point and it just never worked out and that is Avatar of Will
2: wow throwing okay. me all the way back to what's that prophecy prophecy wow
1: it's a 5-6 flyer for 8 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But it says, if an opponent has no cards in hand, Avatar of Will costs six less. So it could be a five, six flyer for two. Sure. But you know how often that happens in Commander, right. right where a player has no cards in their Especially hand?
2: Especially if, like, blue's not a very... like I would assume black is your strongest discard color. Like, right? This may it's work saccharine. if you're running a blue-black deck, but yeah as a blue card it's pretty uh it's not great
1: it's not great well, and, I, and i don't i i have like i think i have like six or seven copies of this mm-hmm. card and one of them is signed by the artist and i have no idea where i got them from <laughs> yeah.
2: no idea and to your point uh usually older cards hold up pretty well in value this one is a hot 34 cents Woo! from <laughs> prophecy you can spice from- to prophecy
0: <laughs> Well, and the sad thing is, like, by the time, like, in blue, by the time one of your opponents has no cards in hand, you probably have eight mana. So right, that's my point. Just, yeah, just, like, just, just pay
1: it. But is it worth it? Right? I mean, do you want to five no. six for eight with no. flying? It's not going to change anything.
2: <laughs> oh man, it's just it's just bad. It's just a bad card. It is. Oh, I love you're on my hey, trade hey. now. This is how we do. Yeah. All right, sweet. What's your next one? Okay, so this one is a little bit newer, um, I believe. So Scornful Egotist. We're talking Morph Card. So, seven colorless and a blue for a creature wizard. Morph cost is one, which means you can play this face down as a 2-2 creature for three. Turn it face up any time it's morph cost. It's a flat 1-1. One, one. It has no abilities. It has nothing going for it. Quite frankly, as a 2-2 for the morph cost, it's a better creature. I can't understand the reason why you'd flip it. And then it costs eight to put on the board. What is this? What is this thing? <laughs> um, who, who who took a bunch of drugs and made this card? I mean, it's really good
0: in a Zedru deck. That's yeah. about it.
1: Did so so, get... so I, I played during this era of Scourge, okay? And this card was actually not bad in Wizard Tribal, right? Right. But that's it. That's it. That's where that was it. It, just it was like... just to get that wizard trigger or wizard count on the board and that was
2: all you, you know had, what give them props right? for making this card they've made an eight eight cost one
1: <laughs> a one one for eight <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah.
2: that's awful all right this is a
0: card that probably will draw some heat um i've tried it Let's do it it does not work and i even have the tribal deck for it big tuck has one and i convinced him that it doesn't work because it doesn't deploy the gate watch not as good as it seems Ooh. Yeah. Six mana sorcery mythic. Look at the top seven of your library. Put two planeswalkers from among them onto the battlefield then put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. I have a super friends deck that uh-huh. is filled with straight bangers of su- of planeswalkers, even if I hit two on the likelihood that I hit two and guys, nice we rare. are talking. Th- we're talking face value of the card. We're not talking like, Oh, well, if you have scroll rack and you do this, no, just the card is mm-hmm. itself. No other help. Even if I get two, it's maybe seven CMC total, Right. that it, the, those cards cost. so I say yeah. one.
2: Yeah. What, like, what, what it, the I, odds I, of doing I mean, that because most people's decks are running somewhere between 30 and 40 lands. Like, one out of three cards is not going to be a planeswalker, even if you put only planeswalkers in the deck. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's a tough one to swallow.
1: I definitely made a like a kitchen table because you know, as as you mentioned, I am very casual. I made mean, yep. a kitchen table, uh, super friends deck, uh, to play against you know my local group, and I put it in there and took it out after the first time I played the deck, <laughs> yeah, because it just. Every yeah. card, every card in the deck was a planeswalker, except for that and the lands, and it just never, never, never worked. Was, well, I shouldn't yeah. say that. I had the oaths. I had the oaths as well, and those are just whiffs. Yeah. It's just whiffs. <laughs> it feels like that card right? you draw
2: late game. and You're like, oh, this could be fun. Let's take a risk and see what we get, and then you get nothing.
1: Yeah, or you get one. <laughs> yeah, but it's not impactful. Right. Yeah, right. Well, and you're not like, what oh, you good. Were looking for. good. And, and really
0: what it should be because they did print it and mr beverage you may know the name of the card off the top of your head it's a sorcery that you get to go tutor for two Planeswalkers walkers and put them into your hand um i think it costs seven or five something like that
1: uh, if... god you're really trying to like test my knowledge here <laughs> jeez um i know the card you're talking about i don't remember its name
0: but you know that card uh um, wait hold on uh, no call the gate watches you get one
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then
1: it's yeah because you're talking about the one that you get two it's a I,
0: th- I mean I thought it was go get two I'd love to help my but crazy yeah, it, it, it is oh wow yeah it's not even listed on a Jeru uh, EDH rec page anyways um, I think that one costs like five or seven something like that you could go two for two seven. points one you get to go tutor for, but they go to hand. Mm-hmm. Like for seven mana, in my opinion, you should be putting those to the board. For right. six mana, go put them to hand. Right. Um, so you know that—that's just where yeah, I'm at. If this with was it, a two-two glad...
2: planeswalkers. That'd be cool for six. Like I think that's fine. I mean,
0: it, it'd be fine because it's still not on curve yeah. to having two
2: demonic tutors. Right. It's not broken. Um, it's it's still... not. It's not too awful of a mechanic. Like it's fine.
0: Yeah all right mr bevers what do you got
1: all right so my next one is another card that i it's going to take you back okay are you ready to go back to prophecy one more time time. back to prophecy again that was uh,
2: a little story about prophecy i uh when i first started playing magic that was like the first set that was new that had come out when i started playing right there you go see so you're gonna be very familiar with
1: this card maybe maybe all right hit me blessed wind uh i don't remember that one actually this card is hot garbage. That's probably why I don't. <laughs> remember. Oh my god! This is so Whoa. bad. This is so bad.
2: Back then, Who wants like to that pay wasn't nine even
1: nine <laughs> mana to make target player's life total become twenty. Uh... Now remember, this was printed back when there wasn't commander right. EDH didn't exist. So you were setting it back to starting life total. That's basically all you were doing. Back then, you didn't get nine turns into
2: the game before you were dead. Right? Never. Like all this never. was a
1: rare. It was a rare. Yes. This is, <laughs> a rare. Wow. So now I, I, to be fair, this has a place in decks that do things like, uh, you know, um, when you gain or lose life, you sure. actually lose that life twice or whatever, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. So because making them go from 40 to 20 is actually a loss of life. Right. So if yep. that's the case, then they lose all 40 and then they're dead.
2: Sure. Fine. Right. But,
1: yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, it's definitely not playable. I can see, it this, I can see this
2: being playable if you were in a pod that you knew well and you were mitigating super hard on somebody's life gain deck, and they were at like two thousand euros. <laughs> right? Like, Twenty? Yeah. Suck on it. They have an infinite life <laughs> combo, and you're like, nope. Just kidding. Your life total is. <laughs> you got to end that. Um, yeah, you actually outdid yourself here, coming in at a even hotter nine cents. <laughs> All right. Good lord. Yeah. Right. See.
0: All right, Squee. What do you got?
2: So, next card I wanted to talk about is Darelore. Um, has a weird mechanic. I I think I've only seen this from this block. It's 3 colors. spell. How do you black. spell that? D E R E L O R. Really cool artwork. Really awful card. So, it's a 4/4 four, 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 Fallen four. Empires, yeah. of course it's yeah, awful. Man. All right. So, okay. <laughs> So three color listen to black, and then your black spells cost an additional one to play. It's a thrall, and then it's a 4-4. Four, four. So <laughs> not only is it a 4-4 four, for four, four, but then everything else you play in that color is going to cost one extra. <laughs> I was really impressed that with this That's terrible. Color. Like, there were some really spiteful people making cards back in the day in Magic. They just didn't want people to draw packs that had anything worthwhile in it.
0: So, the funny thing is, this this is in two decks, and on EDH Rec, its synergy is to be in a deck with Zodiac Ox. Three colorless green creature Ox, Swamp Walk, 3 3. Wow. 100% synergy Love per EDH Rec.
2: It, it does have, it, it's only got one saving grace, does have a large block of flavor text. The Deralor's greatest contribution to the Ebon Hand was the inspirational effect of its creator's execution had upon the other Thrall breeders. I don't know what that means. That's that's actually pretty par on course for how bad this card is. Uh, uh, uh,
0: who's, who's, where, where did the quote come from? You have to finish. Oh,
2: sorry. Sar- Sarpedian? Yeah. So, Sarpedian <laughs> <There> Empires, <you. laughs> Volume 2? Is that a person or a book? I think it's a book.
1: Who, it sounds like a who book. Who wrote the book? Or a 4, scroll of some kind. Who wrote that book? <laughs> Help. It's interesting, too, though, because I'm looking at this on Scryfall, right? huh And yeah. there's a different flavor text on the Master's Edition. Really?
0: They yeah. actually took the time to do new flavor text for this card, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and when you read it, again? I was
1: like, "That's not what this says." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways, like, wait there no. you go. That's the that's the third hot garbage card of the week. Oh
0: all right uh we're, we're we each got two more um and i've just now noticed apparently i don't like white because four <laughs> of my five were white It's because every good
2: card in white costs seven nine twelve hundred whatever you want to call it uh so we're talking about jareth leonin titan
1: oh man three
0: colorless triple white legendary mm-hmm. creature cat giant it's a four seven whenever it blocks it gets plus seven plus seven until end of turn a white it gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn uh, honestly like this isn't as bad as the others like to be it, it's six for a four seven that essentially becomes an 11 14 mm-hmm. when it blocks so yeah you got this like really cool blocker and then it kind of has this like nine tails effect where you can or eight and a half tails where you could pay a, a white it's not a pokemon i forgot uh you just pay <laughs> white, white it gets protection from the color of your choice so yeah sure he can kill whatever's coming at you but six mana just to have a wall that's what he is he's a wall
2: you know actually nothing else hmm I don't know this isn't, don't know. this isn't all that bad to me it, it only stems from the fact that it gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn and it's not a tap ability you can actually use that over and over and over again mm. the trip white sure. is pretty harsh uh, I am a I am an affiliate of cats, so I, I gotta go with the cats yeah. on this one. You,
1: you, you, you gotta know? think about it too though, right? If you've paid trip white just to put it into play, you probably don't have any white left to give it protection to turn right, on, right? So unless
2: you're running mono white, then you're
1: already <laughs> unless in a you're bad running color. mono white, right? So, but then, so, but, but but then, then you're that you're means you're behind. playing Jareth <laughs> on turn like seven maybe because <laughs> you, you need to have seven mana to have one left over, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. it's
2: a little expensive, but I'm I'm gonna challenge myself and try and find a home for this thing. Hey, sure, you man. challenge away man uh, it, 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 I, it I just did, love the art on this card. it is cool that's, yeah that's
1: what I want to say it's like and I heard there was a I don't know if you guys remember or heard anything about this but it was I think it was like last year or two years ago the artist of this card actually came out and said you know like they had changed they changed it a bunch so if you look at the onslaught printing of the card mm-hmm. versus the the newest printing like Eternal Masters you'll see mm-hmm. there's a difference in the actual art it's the same art but there's actually a flower like necklace around him huh in the new art Weird. versus the huh. old art they actually removed it it was it was in there originally and they removed it and not only that but you can see him holding like a head that's dripping yeah. blood, right there's actually a full body underneath his feet oh right that they removed from the art like they oh. put specifically framed it this way so that you couldn't see that
0: well damn you wizards right damn Deprived you Enough us of that wonderful cat artwork mm-hmm. all right mr bevers what's your uh, fourth one
1: Okay, are you ready to go? Are you ready to go back to fallen empires? Oh, because this is bang, one. Bang, this is a it. card that I have in my collection, and I've tried to find a
2: home for it, and I just can't do it. Uh, and that is deep spawn. Deep spawn. That sounds like a what was that movie where they went underwater? Spawn. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's deep blue or whatever deep just deep just deep <laughs> or deep blue yeah i'm off the Wait, rails deep blue.
0: that's the one with uh samuel L. jackson right where yeah, he's the doing, sharks, doing the, the big speech, intelligent and, and then the shark yeah. just eats him oh eats that was him, great just eats him
1: yeah <laughs> oh god um, so uh this is a six six with trample for eight. For eight. <laughs> but at the beginning of your upkeep, you have to sacrifice it unless you mill yourself two Ooh. cards. <laughs> and then you can pay a blue and give it shroud until next turn, but it doesn't untap during your next untap step. And then you tap it. So you can't. So, like, you have to give it shroud, but to give it shroud, you basically tap it down. So nothing you can't do. Oh, my God. It. That's, that's just great. That, that's just yeah, great. That's
2: brutal. That that kind of reminds me what was that card back in the day um leviathan like comes into play tap doesn't untap turn your tap step at the beginning of your upkeep you may sacrifice two islands if you do then you can untap it it can't attack unless you sacrifice two islands and it's a 10 10 for like nine with four blue pips yes it's rough that's right yeah
1: another one from the same era it's like a leviathan was what uh was that uh, Fallen Empires as well or was that Homelands um, or somewhere in
2: there? No, range? that actually was in... I can't remember. I'm seeing 4th. I'm seeing... So it had to be printed in a couple of places. I don't know. that. I just remember that was like one of the only massive creatures. But yeah. Great pull. Great pull. Good pull. Alright, Squee. What do you got? Uh, I'm also going to go back here a little bit. So this card is impressive. You probably heard of it. It's a little card named Draco. So... It's an artifact creature dragon. It's a rare. It's a nine, nine. It costs 16 to put onto the board. Draco costs two less to play for each basic land type among lands you control. Best case scenario, this costs what? Eleven? Six that's oh, two less to play six okay so then we have a six for a nine nine flyer but you have to have five different land types on the board at one different time and then at the beginning of your upkeep sacrifice draco unless you pay 10 this cost is reduced by two for each basic land type so if you don't have five basic land types of all colors onto the board this card is garbage it's so expensive it's so amazing
0: i hear you i don't think it's that bad though really only because you're either running okay so if we think edh you're either running this in five color dragons so you're you're checked there you're we're done we're, we're i'm looking at the edh rec page uh mm-hmm. apparently it sees play in bosch iron golem decks because you can pay four fling it for 16 at someone's face really that okay. seems oh, that's halfway decent okay uh, Vile Smasher hmm. decks. It shows. Uh, it shows some play in because you play it, and then it's a random sixteen to someone's face. Yuriko, man! Big Tux Yuriko deck. If you flip this, each of his opponents takes sixteen. Well, you know so what? I
2: think Mr. Combo done broke this card. Look what you've done
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I, and I mean, it's only in six hundred fifty-six decks. It's not like this is a widely played thing. I, I think it's a lot like the Jareth one to Where yeah, it's a little overcosted, but I think it yeah. actually. I think it has some homes okay. in decks. You just have to, I think you need to be a magic chess player to use it. You don't, I would say if you're just doing kitchen table magic, you probably do not want to use this card. Cause I think you do have to do some rigor rolls to make sure you either get it into play free and then you can fling it at someone. Right. You're always putting it on top of your library. You're going to have to work to make it work. Yeah,
2: I think you're right. And then I would even argue you in most five color decks, like, how many basics do people run in five color decks? Not a lot. Typically you're gonna try and run different It's
0: basic land type. Oh, so it looks okay. at the I'm pretty sure that looks at the land type, right, Mr. Bevers?
2: Right, yeah, it should be. So it'll be like plains, swamp island, yeah. whatever. Okay. Okay. So but like if you played a land that wasn't designated as a plains island or something like that, would that still count? Then it doesn't count. Right. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, maybe so it does have a situational home. I thought it was hilariously expensive. Sixteen is a oh, bo- it is hilariously Sixteen is expensive. a bold casting cost. It-
1: that is a bold casting cost. I agree.
0: All right, guys, we're on the last round, and I am bringing a heater, Mister Bevers. I may take more heat for this than your shielded one.
1: okay. Let's. So I started. I started in the fire, and you're going to jump in <laughs> with me. I see. Okay. Yes.
0: <laughs> Uh, if Deploy to Gatewatch didn't do it, I'm pretty sure saying Gin Ketaxas Cora Augur is over for what it does uh, will do it. So eight colorless blue-blue, so 10 yeah. mana. It's a 5-4 with flash. At the beginning of your instep, draw seven. Each opponent's maximum hand size is reduced by seven. So the reason I say this is severely over-costed is you're basically paying 10 mana during the person to your left's in step to flash it in. So that way during cleanup, they have to discard their hand, but then it can easily be removed. So sure, you, you spent 10 mana to make one person discard their hand. Not very good. You play it during your turn to draw seven. Well, oh, you got to do it in end step. And oh wait, something that Jim doesn't do, give you no maximum hand size. What the hell? If you're going to make me draw seven, give me no maximum hand size. I can't do anything with that. I, I play this card in decks and honestly, I get stuck on when I'm even supposed to play it because there's really no good situation. So 10 mana for it's 10 mana to make all of your opponents kind of pee themselves a little bit, just like a little tinkle or two, uh-huh. but it's there. Someone's just going to remove it and you just spent 10 mana for nothing.
2: You know, I actually thought about putting this in to uh, my Anawan deck. Because it has a heavy draw. I can't believe this is almost $16. That's garbage. Like, I did cut this, because I, I went down to my list and started cutting cards. Raiders are expensive. Yeah. I just like,
1: $16? What? I was going to say, like, have you have you come in with the highest priced card on the list of garbage cards so far?
2: Possibly. You <laughs> might be taking that's, it. That's... Right. that's I mean, I could see it being potentially kind of like um, kind of like the Draco. It could have a, a couple of situational uses that work out well for you. But yeah, generally, this is going to get removed as fast as anybody can, because if they have a removal spell in their hand, they know it's going away within a turn or two. So you might as well burn it now. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's exactly the point, right? Is that if they have any way to deal with it, they're going to they're going to because otherwise they're going to yeah. discard.
2: Right. Yeah, so so I mean- you could use this as a, like a 10 mana bluff. To be like, hey, show me what you got.
0: <laughs> Man, what 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 it I most like to be in your magic finance circles where 10 mana is a bluff?
1: For me, it's
0: like, I'm going to spend four mana. <laughs> That's my bluff. You're going to blow my, this up. This is my bait
1: card. What yeah. have you got? Wow. Yeah. I have something here. better in my no hand that I don't want you to kill. 10
0: mana. 10 huh. mana. He won't take my bluff because no I even have a better card. That's 15 <laughs> mana. No, sorry. 16, 16 mana. mana. There ah, it is. Ah, ah. Wow. Oh, man. All right, Mr. Bevers. What's your last one? Wow. Okay,
1: are you ready? This is this is one ready. that I think like, I mean, obviously, it's it most likely it's not played in commander that much. Obviously, I don't know as well as probably I should, but, you know, still casual, but uh, the one I've picked for my last one, and I guess apparently I, you said you hate white. I apparently hate white and blue, um, because most of my picks have been either blue or white tonight, and that is World Purge. I'm not even familiar. This with is that. eight mana, four, and then white, blue, white, blue, white, blue, white, blue. <laughs>
3: okay.
1: Okay. Right. return all permanents to their owner's hands each player chooses up to seven cards in his or her hand and then shuffles the rest into their library empty all <laughs> mana pools that's so rude <laughs> what a dirty dirty thing to do in commander like just I don't want Like, if, if my opponent played this against me I'd be like I scoop I'm not playing this game oh with
2: wow each player right
1: like like it just resets the whole game except life totals it's basically what it does oh it's all permanents, including your lands right wow you can't float any mana because it all empties
2: that is a very expensive extremely mean that 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 card is the opposite of the spirit of the game here's
1: here's my question for you though does this card get rid of emblems because it does right
2: they're permanents no i don't think emblems are like a state-based permanent on the board though are they they're yeah. not right they're not right. right so
1: it wouldn't get rid of those so if someone had emblems for whatever
2: reason so we're talking super friends now? when you just emblem out all your. you put this in your, your super friends deck. <laughs> deck. that's the only place it has right just to be super uh, weird, right uh, yeah
0: well so okay so <laughs> nice the, the idea of this segment was over for what it does i would say this is over costed for what it does because it affects your permanence as well if this mm-hmm. was just your opponents
1: mm-hmm.
0: then it's like oh why haven't I heard of this? I'm putting yeah, this, this in old right. decks that run white game blue. Yeah, this is, That's
2: a game this is like dirtier yeah. Cyclonic Rift. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Woof. So, yeah. They're at least well, nice g- enough to g- make it haul. hybrid blue-white on all the pips. <laughs> right
0: all right squee bring us home you're the king of the weird stuff well this one ain't weird
2: got? this is the only one that's gonna ruffle feathers because it's already ruffled feathers in the past this card sucks i hate it it's one of the worst cards in commander it's in 10 percent of decks it's a burnished heart burn this crap to the ground it's gotta go this card sucks stop running it it's a terrible ramp card i don't care if you're playing in a bad color that doesn't have a lot of ramp this card's garbage <laughs> who's gonna pay three mana to put a 2-2 elk onto the battlefield and then Pay three more mana to sacrifice it to put two freaking basic lands into the battlefield tapped. At least put them in untapped. Be nice here, guys. Come on, this card sucks. I don't care if anybody runs it. I'm gonna. I'm. A, I'm out here to hurt feelings. Maybe you can do some graveyard recursion, but this thing is just so stupid. Why is it in ten percent of dex? To, to
0: make to, to make you feel worse, Squee, Burnished Heart is in. Uh... Oh god! Uh, what would that be? Eight times more decks than
2: Manolith. <laughs> I don't even have words. I'm done. 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 I love Burnishard. This card sucks. I think it's great. What are you gonna do? Get this early in your hand? This is a f- this is. A f- dead draw for like six turns you're not going to get enough mana to put it on the board and then sacrifice and get your lands out unless you draw some really good ramp and then that's the case you don't even need the ramp because you already have it to get this thing to pop oh anyways that's my rant for the day
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's what's the plane chase now that last segment squee dives into those creative juices with the weatherland
2: back to the Weatherlight report coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper shop before i'm squee mcgee uh we're talking a new commander i got this as the uh one of the foil promos when i got my zendikar stuff uh didn't really know what to do with it because i didn't think it was all that good it's actually not that bad so we're talking Aura Skyclave Uh two colorless, a white, a black, legendary creature, core cleric. It's a rare uh, life link. Whenever Aura Skyclave Herophant or another cleric you control dies, return target cleric card with lesser converted mana cost from your graveyard to the battlefield. It's a three-three. So we're going cleric tribal. Uh, one, I didn't realize how ridiculously large cleric tribal is in Orzhov. Mm-hmm. Like there were hundreds, hundreds of clerics. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, is that the biggest? tribal there is what's the biggest tribal no
1: Ooh, i would think slivers. I would think goblins
2: or elves maybe really over slivers you think slivers because like slivers hasn't been printed for a while right, right That's yeah i mean they did modern horizons but i don't think there's there's hundreds of different cards that are slivers and this is only in white and black this is not counting the other colors i know there's probably not many clerics in those colors but like there's a lot. Well, that's, that's there are a lot of clerics in all of
1: the colors yeah, now, right? They're, Due they're to the party mechanic and oh, moving God. forward, right? Well, let's
2: put people on notice here. Uh, clerics have a lot of support. It actually took me a really... I chose six cards because I had to cut down a list of like 20 that would work in here because there's too many clerics. Um, so the first one I wanted to talk about is a way to get stuff into your graveyard so then you can start recurring things with the stuff you have on your battlefield. So this is Undercity Informer. Uh, if I'm right, this is the only non-cleric that i'm going to talk about today um so two colorless and a black it's a creature human rogue it's an uncommon uh for one colorless sacrifice a creature target player reveals cards from the top of his or her library until he or she reveals a land card then puts those cards into his or her graveyard it's a two three uh you i guess in a pinch you could use this if you know somebody just tutored for something and you can bin the stuff they tutored to the top of their deck off but you can also use this on yourself sacrifice your creature put more stuff from your deck into your graveyard then yeah. you got more gas to bring stuff back out with your commander um so i think this card's pretty good in here um it was a little bit fringe but i think this deck the only thing i can struggle with is i'm gonna have to put a lot of cards in here to mill myself i think
0: isn't this just basically hold on i'm looking it up oh because that's basically i mean this is basically hermit druid with like some conditions mm-hmm. Is what I'm seeing. Never seen this card played before.
2: Hmm. I, I think it's got some play out there in the world. I don't think it's just tied to this deck. I think this could be pretty useful in a lot of different things. Hell, even like a Marin deck. I hate Marin so much. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I was waiting for that. Oh, I also hate Everybody Marin. hates Marin. I also. Uh, okay, so next card I want to talk about. Let's dive into some of these clerics here. So this one synergizes really well with this. It's High Priest of Penance. So a white and a black creature human cleric it's a rare whenever high priest of penance is dealt damage you may destroy target non-land permanent i repeat non-land permanent you can destroy anything on the board uh it's a one one so it's really easy to have this deal damage die go to the graveyard and then you bring them back with your commander use this as just like an on the board if not uh you know scary as can possibly be blocker like nobody really wants to come mm-hmm. at you when you can destroy anything they that's have right. and then yeah. unless somebody exiles it you're getting it back almost guaranteed it only costs two mana so it's going to be really easy yeah. to have a bunch of clerics bin into your graveyard and put this back onto the board i think it's a slam dunk
0: yeah i really like it and i like it when um i've been a- i've run that in a couple decks and i've been able to pair it with like a dark steel plate to give it indestructible
1: mm-hmm. and then just just
0: Ooh. just figure out ways to ping it yeah. and then it's just yeah. like yeah. Pew,
2: pew, pew. oh that's a
1: so one of the other things is like so back in the day i ran a cleric deck um with you know onslaught because mm-hmm. it was clerics right. so it was pretty heavy back then uh you look at the uh there's a bunch of clerics that do things like add toughness when they get targeted by spells and abilities oh there you go things mm-hmm. like that so that's what i used to do with this creature yeah was i would play it with the i think it's the dar Daru, uh i can't remember the name of it now but it gives plus zero plus two whenever it gets targeted so you basically oh, just yeah. bounce lightning greaves back and forth Oh. Give it infinite toughness. <laughs> and then you just ping
2: it a bunch and just kill everything. Wow. That's filthy. That is really filthy. Yeah. Well, uh, you broke it. Good job. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, next card I'm going to talk about, this one is Celestial Gatekeeper. So three colorless, two white. It's a creature bird cleric. It's a rare uh, flying when Celestial Gatekeeper is put into your graveyard from play. Remove it from the game, then return up to two target bird and or cleric cards from your graveyard to play. It's a two, two. Um, So one, this gets you some flying onto the board that you can use to block people if they're trying to swing through on you. Two, when it dies, yeah, it kind of sucks that it gets exiled or removed from the game, but you do get to return up to two other clerics onto your board, which is just more gas to go back and get more stuff from your graveyard. So it kind of plays into that whole Rube Goldberg machine that we're working on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a slam dunk. The only thing going back to our original segment here in the plane chase, it could be slightly over at five. Um, but generally what I'm thinking is the only situation where this doesn't work in this deck is when you mill yourself into the graveyard. Cause it's going to be hard to find a cleric that costs six to die to bring this back but if you can draw this in your hand I think this works really well in here and it actually might be able to give you some more gas because the other reason I like it is because it costs five because you can bring back almost any cleric that you would have in your graveyard because it's going to be more expensive than almost everything else for sure yeah
1: yeah I can see that
0: working I mean it almost kind of makes me uh, so Mr. Bevers maybe the next time we stream I'll play it Uh, I have a mono white Voltron deck with commander Esha um, mm-hmm. It's the uh, old bird legend that gets protection from creatures kind of makes mm-hmm. me want to put celestial gatekeeper in the 99 for because I mean as you can imagine she gets targeted a lot. Oh, yeah So it'd be kind of cool to have this guy out there and then it's like oh, I'm swinging with them And then eventually when it dies I get commander Esche back right. and then uh, you know move from there So that's
2: that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a fun little hmm. mechanic. Who would have thought Uh, All right, I'm going to keep moving here. Uh, We're talking all black cards for the rest of this. I got three left. Uh, So this one is Archfiend's Vessel. Uh, It's a creature human cleric. It's uncommon from M21. It costs one black to put in. Uh, It's a one one with lifelink. When Archfiend's Vessel enters the battlefield, if it entered from your graveyard or you cast it from your graveyard, exile it. If you do create a 5-5 black team and creature token with flying, this is Mm -hmm. just to put a beater onto the board. And you can probably do it twice.
1: Yeah, I mean this is seeing play in standard currently. Really? Oh right? yeah, I'm so, not too I surprised mean, to hear that. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of graveyard recursion right mm-hmm. now in standard. So like, uh, this is definitely seeing play. Because I mean, like, Loris puts this back into play.
2: Yeah, I mean this this this, in this deck has no lose lose. If it gets milled into your graveyard, it still works. If you draw it and put it on mm-hmm. your board, you gain a life and it dies, and it still works. Like I, yep. this is a great chump blocker that then is another kind of like we were mm-hmm. talking about above. This is almost a, a blocker that deters people from wanting to attack you and they will send their creatures at somebody else onto the board because they don't want you to get a yeah. five, five creature for one.
1: Yeah. Cause they don't want you, don't want you to remove this off your
2: board. Right. Yeah. Right? It, it so. behooves them to sit there. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go into a couple things that now talk about and we'll round it out with stuff that helps you sack your creatures because this will be very useful. Mm. Um, So we're going to talk first about Priest of Forgotten Gods. So this one is one colorless (laughs) and a black creature, human (laughs) cleric rare, Uh, tap, sacrifice two other creatures, any number of target players each lose two life and you sack and sacrifice a creature. You add two black mana and draw a card. It's a one two. So if you know you have something better in your graveyard than what you got on your board, you can use this to sack two creatures creatures everybody else has to sack two creatures they have or sorry sack one creature they lose two life you get two extra mana to work with and you get to draw a card this is a beast
1: i, I want to thank you actually for pointing this out this one out to me because i didn't i played with this card in standard a lot when it was in standard uh-huh. i did not realize that it's any number of target players yeah yeah, yeah it, it makes this card infinitely better everybody. than
2: just <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you can do this to anybody on the board, and like. I, I think drawing cards is underrated. I think adding the two mana into your mana pool is underrated. If you play mm-hmm. your turns right, you can use this to get out something big from your hand. Or if you play your turns right, you can use this on somebody else's turn and use that for an instant or sorcery as another removal spell. Like, I think this yep. card is an absolute winner in here. This card, two for ones your opponent so many mm-hmm. times.
0: And because I love a fringe case... Mm -hmm. You could, in a pinch, if everything's about to get exiled or put to the bottom of your library, you could tap, sack your two creatures, and choose yourself to then sack another creature. Maybe you actually sacrifice the Priest of Forgotten Gods to get it to the graveyard. Because I've actually had it to where, once again, I play a Shirai deck that deals with power one or less creatures Mm -hmm. coming back from the the graveyard. Mm -hmm. And I've had some of these kind of cool rigmaroles rules that people eventually catch on to and they'll, I'm going to Path to Exile. I'm going to Swords to Plowshare. I'm going to Chaos Warp right. the, the card that I just really can't afford to lose because it's kind of my engine at the time. Yep. But you know what I can do? I can't afford for it to go to the graveyard right. and get it back. So you could tap this, sack two other creatures, choose yourself. You're still gonna get the two black mana and get to draw a card, uh, but you'll just lose two life and then you can sack the priest so that way you can save her from imminent uh, black doom
2: oh i like it more like exile or whatever yeah for anything Mm -hmm. love it um okay so last card we're going to talk about here is whisper blood or liturgist uh three Mm colors in a black legendary creature human cleric it's an uncommon uh also has tap. sacrifice two creatures return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield it's a Mm -hmm. two two this is just a loop you can you can work with this thing Mm -hmm. all day long i love it I I can't, I don't even need, I don't think I really need to even dive into it. It just, it just rounds out the whole thing so perfectly. I abused this card so much
1: in Dominaria Limited. Oh, baby. It was, it was phenomenal. (laughs) Seems like you
0: have some fond memories of a standard limited with these
1: cards. So so limited is my format of choice. Yeah. Um, I play a lot of sealed and draft. I'm not good, but I I love it. (laughs) Right. but yeah, it's no, just more, this this card is great.
0: Yeah, it's just but, more interesting because I've heard in limited like four CMCs a lot like to be playing. And and then I, and I, I get it. You just said like I'm, I'm not like an expert or anything, but then even I don't know, I feel like even if you're playing casual limited, something like this just seems a little mm-hmm. slow.
1: It could be. Yeah. So so it is a little slow, but there was so much you could do with it in limited. Right. Because mm. like generally the idea here, right, is that yeah, OK, it costs four. The difference is, is that for four mana, you have a lot of bombs, right? right? So you play your bomb out. They remove it. You play this. You sack two creatures, get your bomb back true oh, right? okay. because they've yeah. already killed your bomb with their removal spell. Right. So now they don't have a removal spell. Right. And the best thing about this is that there is a lot of creatures that when they enter the battlefield made tokens. So you could basically bring that creature back. It would give you two two creatures and then sack again the next turn if you want, right. right? So you would get all your death triggers and all your enter the battlefield triggers again and again
2: and again, right? So, okay. Yeah, that's solid. It, it, and you could it use it was this, really good. You could use this in EDH as like a, a slower version of your put shielded in the graveyard and reanimate it, put out mm-hmm. two chumps and sack them and boom, everybody's screwed. <laughs> yeah. Say that card's over overcosted. <laughs> well, when you when you don't have to pay for it, I would I would agree it's not um well th- yeah th- that's yeah. all i had on this i think this could work out pretty well if you put a little effort into it there's so much cleric support out there i wanted to make that known to the world like i didn't even touch the surface on the the black and the white clerics that were out there there was a ton of other ones yeah. i turned down my list was giant i usually do four cards for a deck this one i did six i had like 20 ready to go that all were heaters and would have worked out well in this so i think you uh, could build I, I, a really I, strong deck out of this
0: and I think Mr. Bevers would probably agree with me on this. I think if you did cleric tribal with aura, skyclave, herophant, that is a tuned down version of what you can actually do with Orzov clerics, because right. the the staple is Aethrios, sure. um, cleric mm-hmm. tribal, and you just go ham with clerics and demons. Um, mm-hmm. So I, th- I think I think you could almost probably build a very similar deck to athrios just literally swap athrios for aura and the deck is just cut in half power wise
2: and it also kind of cuts your target on your head in half because like Mm athrios is one of those that people know and they know what's coming so if you want to play a more casual style of game or if you want to kind of sneak in under the radar play your poker game and then uh kind of show people that oh this new commander i just built it from the new set and it's it's kind of okay and then you recur a whole bunch of crap and they're dead yeah so for sure i did a few searches by the way while you were
1: talking about the cards just to get an idea since we talked about this briefly with the the cleric support Uh and uh so clerics have about 470 uh cards printed with cleric which is which is very high and we talked about elves slitters, goblins they're all lower
2: than that really Um, i kind of thought so because elves there's a lot of elves but then they haven't really made a ton of new elves it's all reprints right elves. So i just checked
1: another one because i was curious because i was like thinking on the same lines as cleric i did warrior there are a lot more warriors <laughs> than there are clerics <laughs> okay. let me tell you yeah so warriors is 775. Right? wow right so a there's a lot more that, warriors that's so than there are clerics. what are What are
2: like 20 something thousand different magic cards so like 700 warriors is a pretty good chunk of magic the gathering that's a pretty big chunk yeah wow well
1: now, I mean, this might include silver-bordered cards and things, sure. too, because I'm just on scryfall, right? So, I mean, give or take a few, right? right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. plus or minus. Probably We're not, we're not chunking out 10, a couple right? hundred here, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, that's all I had on this. I think it'll be fun, uh, but I'll kick it back to the Action 4 News decks with Mr. Bevers and Mr. Combo.
0: Thank you for staying with us, and as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders through level1gameshop.com. Another way you can support your news team is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower, with reward tiers for all the budgets there is a way that you, the collective, can help. You can also head over to our store, cmdtower.com slash merch. You can pick up a playmat, pick up sleeves. Heck, you might even be able to pick up some of Squeezed Tears because his angry omnom never works. That one time, Anything you do definitely with helps. His life. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 News team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can communicate directly with your news team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Commodore 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Deer Squee, at Big Duck Tweeting, and Mr. Bevers. If people want to find your content and find out how to get a hold of yourself, how would they do that?
1: So, uh, there's a number of different places. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Twitch. Everything is Mr. Bevers. The only one that's different is Twitter. Twitter is Mr. Underscore Bevers. That's it. Damn them! Um, Who stole your name? Yeah, there's there's some there's some German Minecraft player from 2009 that has the (laughs) Mr. Bevers account, but they haven't tweeted since 2009. So sounds like you need to send a message over to
2: them to see if you can maybe uh, scoop that up. Right? They're probably not even active
1: anymore. (laughs) Right? That's my real problem. But that's it. That's that's the best places to find me. It's just you know Twitch.tv slash Mr. Bevers, YouTube slash Mr. Bevers. Everything is nice and simple.
0: From your MTG Action 4 News team, this episode is brought to you by the Static Russian Big Tuck.